It gets me pumped. This is Chris. This is Oscar. And welcome to Lost in Comics. Lost in Comics, Woo! issue 58. Stop what you're doing. Uh, get on. Uh, if you are if you haven't already liked and subscribed to the channel, please do so. Hit that bell notification so you can stay current with everything we got going on. And if you're looking for uh, more comic content from us, you know where to find us on Twitter and Instagram. And if you don't know well there you go right there at the bottom of the screen you can find us there as well so there you have it that brother how beautiful <laughs> i am doing i'm doing great man i uh i've had a great week at work it's been a little cloudy this week uh so it's been a little bit uh we've had a little bit of a drop off after the holidays uh, business way mm. so I'm not complaining it's been That's nice good. um doing good man how are you doing I, i'm doing i'm doing swell Swell, how are you? Yeah, I'm doing good, doing good. Yeah, excited to be on another show. Uh, you know, wow, issue 58. Yeah. 58, man. man. Oh, man, we got a lot, uh, got a lot planned today, guys. Uh, we got some news to go over here very soon. Uh, we're gonna do a little comic showcase, we'll have a power minute. Got a lot of new comics to talk about. Great, uh, some great comic books that came out yesterday. and. I know Oscar has some stinkers. I'm sure he wants to talk about. <laughs> oh but, yeah, <laughs> uh, always, always. And then uh, toward the end of the show, we're going to talk about. We've had Future State, but we, we're going to get into what's in store for DC after Future State. We're going to play a little game with Oscar and, and myself. I, so. I can't wait until Future State is a past state. <laughs> well, that tells you that tells you a lot right there, guys. Yeah, yeah. Let's let's say hi to some people in the chat. Let's. Uh, Let's start off from the top. Mars Comics, you finally made a live show. Boom. Very good to see you. Thank you so much. Uh, Evil Civvy, what is going on? Scott, it is Scott. That, that's, that helps right there, man. What's going on, Tara? So so cool. Uh, Adam Janice, man. Adam. Adam Janice, what is going on, man? Steve. Comic Steve. Tara won't be walking while I watch. He's walking while watching today. Yes. Spotters. What is going on, Spawners? Rich, what's going what's on? Up, what's up? Let me see. I'm still scrolling here. Scrolling, scrolling. Poser, Poser man. It has been a minute since I've seen Poser in well, here. I, I almost didn't even recognize that that name for a sec, man. Welcome, you've been, you've been a stranger. Man. You've been a stranger there. What's going on? Dragon Ranger? Dragon Ranger, what is going on? Who else we got? Who else we got? The creator's outlet. We got, uh, yeah, we got Will right there. Random one. What is going on? 
Peter's. Peter. It is my Thursday. It's Thursday, my dudes. Yes. One, two comic talk. What's going on, guys? Farcom, what is up, my friend? Mason. Mason, comics and crosses. I'm here for that. Transformies, my little pony review. My wife yes. is checking it out. What's going on, Marissa? How you doing? How you doing? How you doing? <laughs> Diana, what's How going you doing, on? Marissa? <laughs> Oh man, that's it. I think that's all. I, I think all I got right, everybody. Man. I think. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. Welcome, welcome to Lost in Comics. So we got another one here. We got. Uh, oh, let's see here. Uh, Mick, what's going on, Mick? How you doing? How you doing? How you doing? Welcome, welcome, welcome. I tell my uh, wife, hey, make sure you like and subscribe to the channel. Make sure you <laughs> go through and like all our videos, please, as a yes. personal favor. <laughs> Am I the only one enjoying Future State? No, you probably. Are no you're not adam we and we're gonna talk no, about that and no, obviously are, <laughs> oscar and i may defer on opinions here but to know it, I, you're not the only it's, one it's 50 50 for me to be honest no, don't talk that's, about it right now that, that's where i'm that's where i'm at let me tease the moment i'm getting let in me, trouble already here <laughs> let me tease the moment man okay oh <laughs> i like it <laughs> so we are going to get right into the show guys let's start off with a little uh Intro, uh, intro fee, income, entropy, entropy, entropy. What's going on? Entropy and comics. What is what's going on? Uh, Oscar told you already. Make sure you hit the like button if you are here. Uh, I think everybody here is subscribed, but if you're watching this, you're new to the channel, hit that subscribe button right now. And I say we do a little comic showcase. What do you say? Hey, you know what? I love the idea. Let me go ahead and get that beautiful bean footage ready. Let's go. Comic book. Comic Showcase, a portion of the show where Oscar and I show off a couple of books from our collection. Mm -hmm. And uh, might be random books, might be some keys, might be some non-keys, doesn't oh. really matter. We're just showing off a couple of books that we really enjoy. Got my beers ready. Awesome. Awesome, Love Rich. It. And what's up, Hack? How you doing? Got off work early, so now I can check out your show. I wonder what he's Patrick. Drinking. Now we got a lot of people in here, guys. And so let's get right to it. Shall I go first? You shall. <laughs> I shall go first. Let's I have a couple it. of books today that are two of my favorite artists of all time. Uh, mm. First is Captain America number 383. And this is yeah. a Jim Lee cover here, guys. This is a very, uh, very well-known cover here. Captain America 383, some work that Jim Lee did at Marvel. And look at that. You just got to love the way Jim Lee draws draws cap in that uh, i do that was that's uh that's a that's a pretty a pretty book special pretty. triple size 50th anniversary issue captain america 383 two dollar cover jim lee beautiful boom there you go that's my first of my comic showcase what Hello. do you got i don't know hey, do you like being on that do you like does anybody does it bother anybody we What's just that? we just roll we just roll um so me up oops here we go I'm messing up everything here. Let's hope the let's hope I can you can see it. But it's uh Flash uh issue 186. I picked this up at the store yesterday. Saw this for a nice little I saw that bad glare there. Let me see if I can there you go. Yeah. I love that. I just love the I love the it's not it's not a key, it's not anything special. It's a silver age book. But uh, I love nice. the cover, man. When I when I saw I this, the store, I was like, "Oh, I gotta get that." I like, I like, I like it a lot. So, I like it a lot. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. 
beautiful, man. Beautiful. Adam says, wait, is Marissa Mrs. Oscar? She is indeed. She, she sure is. I'll give her a warm welcome, guys. She's Marissa. the beauty to this beast. <laughs> That's right. Not obese. A beast. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, uh, yeah. All right, all right. Moving on to my second comic showcase here. Another one of my favorite artists of all time, Todd McFarlane. This is Spider-Man issue number 16. Oh, man, you got that green screen uh, messing with me but here. But Spider-Man, that's the thing about green, right? Yeah. Is that, is, that what, is that what's happening there? Yeah. Got a little bit of green there in the spider in the uh, logo. But Spider-Man 16, guys, this is the last issue that, Sp that Todd McFarlane ever did on a Spider-Man. Uh, so it is special. It is a sideways issue. So if you look at it, it's actually printed sideways. So there you go. Spider-Man 16, last Todd McFarlane Spider-Man <laughs> issue. Awesome. Let me, let me jump in here real quick so we can get this, we can get this over. I picked this up as well. I was very excited to find this uh, in the wild. It's uh, Batman 666. How dare you. Oh, look at that beautiful cover. Beauty. I pulled this out at the store. I had I had them open, taken it out of the bag. This thing is I didn't see any little I didn't see any breaks. The the corners are pretty. This is definitely something I want to get graded. Uh, I want to say it is it is in the nines somewhere. Uh, not sure how high or how low, but uh, yeah, I, mean, I was very excited to find this and uh, yeah, yeah, that's beautiful, so, dude. That is beautiful, yeah. and that's the uh, that's the first uh, Damian Wayne as Batman. That's an yes. awesome, uh, yes. awesome cover. Oscar, you need to be on the left. Tell us why, Steve. But uh, <laughs> there you have it. That is your comic showcase. A couple of books from our collection, uh, just for you to see, check out, and something that we we treasure in our collection. Yes, but sir. moving on, some news. You ready for this? Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hold, hold oh, okay. on. One second. Here we go. Ready? Here we go. News. <laughs> What's up, no, Hey, you moved on to the left. How'd yeah. You do that? How'd you do that, man? <laughs> I'm quick. Rapido came in and did it for me. He Beautiful. did it for me real quick. So, yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. Lost in Comics News. It was announced by the Ritz Herald that friend of the show, writer of Philadelphia, Rodney Barnes, has launched a new comic book publishing company called Zombie Love Comics. And here to tell you a little bit is the no man way. himself. No way. Are writer of Philadelphia. New publishing company coming out. Philadelphia 12 just came out yesterday. Maybe we'll talk a little bit about that too. Mr. Rodney Barnes. Yeah. Hey guys. How are what you? is up? I, it looks well. like you're it looks like you're off the off the island, right? Or the I am off the island. I'm yeah, yeah. back in the world. I'm back in the world. Well, I'm glad you came back. back. <laughs> I'm glad uh, I made it back. I'm glad I made it back. That stubble suits you, uh, Rodney. Looking oh good, man. It, it, this is this is called stress. This is all stress right here. This uh, this Philadelphia pilot. It's um, it's beating Ooh. me up. But yeah, but yeah. Well, I know I know you're a busy man, and we really, as always, appreciate you spending a little time with us, Rodney. And uh, we wanted to highlight uh, the new publishing company, man. It came out. I think it was last week, beginning early last week. The news came mm -hmm. out. Um, and Zombie Love Comics, man. Can you tell us a little bit about? Yeah, what's well, Zombie Love Studios. It's um, Zombie we Love had Studios. I had a a bunch of ideas that 
you know, whenever you go to a publisher um, and you pitch your ideas at a certain point, you just want to do your own thing um, and to create your own space. And there's so much, I mean, image is fantastic. And um, as I think we told you guys earlier last year, uh, Jason and I have a bunch of things that we're going to be doing through image, but there were a few ideas that I sort of wanted to do my way. And um, some of them are properties with uh, film studios. They're adaptations of uh, horror films that I've loved over the years. And um, some of them are original IP. But it's a, um, for now, it's mostly horror, supernatural, mysteries, um, just the stuff that I've always loved in the genre space. And um, looking to get stuff out later this year, hopefully. Awesome. It is, I mean, we're, we're totally excited. You know we're in for it, Rodney. Whatever comes out, uh, Oscar and I will be picking it up, advertising. I appreciate that. Of course. And uh, so, so obviously there's going to be other uh, other creative teams that will, will can jump onto the uh, into the publishing company. And do you, are you already in talks okay. with creators about other works? Yes. Um, I've been working um, with a bunch of artists and um, it's funny, man. Publishing is not easy. It's not for the faint of heart. It's a lot of moving parts and pieces that I never anticipated. But uh, yeah, talking to a lot of creative folks, um, hope to publish three or four trades this year, Um, not doing floppies, but just uh, complete softcover and hardcover trades. And uh, as of now, I'm writing all of them. Uh, to get out of the gate and then maybe next year uh, bring in other writers. And um, But because most of the stories were near and dear to my heart, I wanted to be able to control um, the storytelling coming out of the gate and then um, see what happens from there. That's incredible. Uh, yeah, that's that's awesome. If you I want, think I, if you want to get it done right, you got to do it yourself, right, Ronnie? <laughs> that's the only way you can sort of control it. And I mean, I think yeah. um, still, I've only been doing comics like four, four and a half years or so. And so I'm still figuring my way around it. Uh, the culture, you know, the culture of not just being a comics writer, but also now a comics publisher. Uh, like I said, there's so many moving parts um, that I didn't anticipate. So if I can control that part, what the writing is and, um, you know, I've got folks working with me uh, as far as the art is concerned and evaluating the art editors and all of that stuff. But if I can control the narrative, um, that'll help some of the anxiety, at least. Awesome. And so quick question as far as uh, Philadelphia. Now, will you will that continue to stay with Image or would you mm-hmm. be moving that? Over? No, yeah. no, 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 no. All of the Philadelphia stuff. And uh, there's Proper a couple you. of other series that uh, I'm doing with Jason. All of that will go through Image. Um, okay. Image is fantastic, and so wouldn't want to move away from them for anything. They've been they've been great partners in this process of getting the books out there, and um, you know, giving us the platform for, for to do our thing. So, Philadelphia will never change, unless I kill Jason, and then I'll be in jail. <laughs> so it'd be hard to do, and Jason won't be there. Whoever the new artist is, people will be disappointed because Jason's not here anymore. But it is possible that at any moment I could choke Jason. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you know, it could happen. Jason, Jason alluded to that in his interview with us. Yeah, or he could choke me. It would be, I'm a lot taller than him, so he'd probably shoot me or stab me. But either way, he could, one of us could do harm to the other one. It's, it could happen at any moment. 
Oh man, that sounds like a great cover for a comic. You know, <laughs> one hand mm-hmm. on his neck, right? It'd be like um, Frankenstein and um, what's a small, what's a small monster? You know, um, a little vampire in, in Frankenstein. Oh, yeah. <laughs> there you go. Um, Rodney, Philadelphia Twelve came out yesterday. I mean, just yeah. an incredible issue. I I posted yesterday last night uh, after I read it, just a small little piece in there. Um, but just so there are so many great moments in the book. Um, how, how proud of you? How proud are you of this second arc and that it's well, going to? Thank you. First, um, incredibly proud of it. I think it's um, certainly all jokes aside, some of Jason's best work. Um, yes, Rodney couldn't make a rap album. You wouldn't want to hear it though. Um, <laughs> it would sound like late seventies R and B. It would be really pathetic. Um, <laughs> I think it's some of Jason's best work. The way he has the ability of making, you know, uh, Phil- the streets of Philadelphia or the suburbs of Philadelphia and the netherworld, heaven, hell, purgatory, the way he makes all of that seamlessly flow um, is incredible. And, um, you know, I think it's a high point for the series. And uh, I look forward to the third arc. And, uh, um, seeing if we can continue to build and hopefully make the book better. Um, I think the second arc was what we accomplished was being able to expand the world, the idea of the world. You know, the first book really didn't go beyond the streets of Philadelphia. And in the second arc, we were able to introduce a couple of characters without moving away from the main storyline and expanding uh, the possibilities of where the book could go so that it doesn't become predictable. And I think in the third arc, we're gonna continue in that same place and um, do a couple of things that I don't think folks see coming. Um, some things they may, but I think some of the stuff will be a surprise. Man, well, you know, again, we're all in for it. Uh, Kill, Kill a Jason is gonna be a great new series with this publisher. That would be a nice, uh, instead of werewolves in the back, we could have Jason, you know, from Purgatory, you know, really feeling bad because of how he treated me. I think that, that would make a great series. That That's some of my favorite parts of the uh, of the second arc is those moments in Purgatory uh, after death. I'm like, that. that's something I didn't see coming in the first arc and then it just it just really blew open the whole, the whole thing. Um, and just kudos to you, Rodney. I mean, just an incredible, incredible work. And it just keeps getting, it just keeps elevating the game every every issue. Um, and everybody's ready for, for issue 13 with the new arc. Um, Rodney, is there any truth to some of the Philadelphia and Michael B. Jordan and <coughs> Netflix? Um, there's some truth to some of Philadelphia. Um, I can't say too much about cast or any producing partners or anything right now because um, those producing partners tend to pay attention to those types of things. Sure, sure. Um, and, uh, but, you know, I can say that I'm finished the script and um, Man, I'm happy with where it is. I actually uh, gave it to Jason uh, last night or the night before and he dug it and um, anxious to see what happens next. Um, it's been a long process to get it from, the original idea and get through all of this two volumes of uh, storytelling and um, now a pilot for a show. So we'll see what happens. It's all great stuff and um, expanding the world with new books and uh, new Philadelphia two titles 
that will be um, expanding the Philadelphia world, uh, both from Image. And um, there's a third that hopefully, if Jason finds the time, we'll be able to fit in there as well. So it's a lot of great Philadelphia stuff coming. Um, very proud of what we've been able to do and um, really appreciate you guys' support and um, appreciation of the book. Very grateful for that. And uh, we'll just keep trying to make it better and better and better. So there you go. He could. He's a vampire. So you never know. He had a John Adams will be playing himself. It's possible. You never know. You never know. And this will Big be ego, that guy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Last question here. How faithful was the TV script to the comics, or would it go slightly different? Um, you got to go slightly different, only because comics tell a portion of the story. You've got to build a world that um, – can facilitate a TV series. Um, you know, even The Walking Dead, things changed um, significantly from the book. Uh, but you'll be able to look at the book and the show and see, you know, the relationship between the two. It's still faithful to the themes that are in the uh, in the book. I know I said last okay. question. This last question. Rodney, what do you think of Mark McFarland? Oh, I loved McFarlane it. Uh, when Jason first told me he was doing it, I got excited. And I was like, you know, Jason, Jason could be lying to me because he's a cruel <laughs> little man. Um, but then when I saw it, I was like, oh, my God, this is this is incredible. The amount of detail, the line work that, um, incredible. that McFarland does is like yeah. when you were showing the Spider-Man cover and the webbing and just yeah. that that meticulous thing that he does is um, for people like me that can't do it. I'm always amazed um, at, at folks who can, I don't know what part of the brain does that. I mean, Jason has the same thing with uh, just the meticulous on the, an issue eight when a uh, Sangster's on the boat and the skulls on the boat to just meticulously draw each one. Yeah. That's always like amazing to me. I think, um, I just, it's yep. fantastic. And McFarland is fantastic as well. Very grateful that he was a part of, you know, he lent his uh, skills to our little world. It's, it is incredible. Philadelphia 12 guys, if you haven't checked it out, make sure you do end of the second arc. I'm sure that will be available in trade here very soon. Um, mm -hmm. I think April. April. Okay. So April mm -hmm. trade number two. Um, Zombie Love Studios. Can we, do we have an estimation as far as when, the first uh, work will be published. My prayer is the end of October around Halloween because Halloween is what Halloween is. Um, <laughs> if they keep dragging the studios, uh, whenever you license things, there's so much paperwork and so much legal stuff to go through that you have to wait before you can actually talk about it or move some things forward. So I'm waiting for some I's to be dotted and T's to be crossed. Hopefully, th hopefully Halloween. Hopefully Halloween. If it changes, I'll let you guys know. But right around that time, um, that's the prayer. I have one more question for Rodney. Oscar, do you have any? Do you have anything you want no, to ask? No, no, no. I'm just, uh, man, I'm kind yeah. of speechless. With everything that's be coming up. I'm just so excited, man. So much, so much to look forward to. If you're a fan of Rodney Barnes, which everybody in the chat obviously is, uh, so much to look forward to. We got TV shows. We got comics. We got. A uh, new publishing company. Yeah, monster uh, movies. You got all kinds of stuff. Incredible. And that's my last question, Rodney, is how the heck are you doing all this? You you are so involved with uh, the your fans. You interact on social media. You're writing books. You're writing pilots. Do you sleep? How do you do all this? 
<laughs> I don't sleep. My manager just yelled at me for doing too much today. Um, uh, he it was like loud too. He yelled at me like I was a child. It was very um, it was off putting, you know, when 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 people yell at you. Um, but he was right actually, so I didn't mind it too much. But um, I, I think um, as long as the quality can stay relatively high, you're putting your best foot forward and your best effort. I like doing a lot of stuff. Um, it, it plays into my anxiety. If I can keep my mind active and, you know, you pretty much know when you have an idea that works or when one doesn't because it's too difficult, like to, to process it. So one day it'll shut down. But um, right now uh, I'm, I have a very busy mind. Well, just from me, real quick, I just want to I just want to say Thanks, I, we truly appreciate you taking the time for us, man. And, uh, Come on, guys! Man, you guys have been great coming out of the box. I almost feel <laughs> obligated whenever you no, ask right. anything. At some point, it's like you know, hey guys, can you help me with a mortgage payment? Yeah, sure. <laughs> just like hey, here you go. Yes. Uh, you guys have been so supportive of us, and it's tough when you do indie comics to, um, you know, to get it off the ground. You don't have the same infrastructure as you do with the big two. And it's guys like you that really help us to become the lifeblood to get it out there. And um, I appreciate it. So anytime you want to talk to me about anything, I'm more than willing to do it. Awesome, man. We appreciate yeah. it, Rodney. And, and thank you again for taking time out of your busy schedule to just hang out with us for a little bit and to discuss uh, Zombie Love Studios. And we appreciate you. And we're looking out for all your, your upcoming work, sir. Thanks, guys. And I'll make sure you get the first of anything. Oh, awesome. Thank you so much. We'll talk, right. to you. We'll talk soon, Rodney. Yep. Bye-bye. All right. Bye. Oh, man. Incredible. There you go, guys. Rodney Barnes. Uh, man. I almost brought him back on. For <laughs> Four-time Lost in Comics award winner on the Best of Lost in Comics award show um, for Philadelphia. And it's just just a pleasure to have Rodney on again. Was it the, that's the third third time. Fourth time. Third it's time. just it's just awesome. I I yeah. still get myself uh I still get in awe of you get sweaty. I mean, he's down, man. I mean, he really is down, and he's he's doing a whole lot, man. And it's just uh it it blows my mind literally. Uh, but I can't wait, I can't wait to to see more. You know, so I can't wait, yeah. man. I'm yeah. excited. Uh, I'm excited for all the Rodney Barnes stuff, the Zombie Love Studio stuff. Uh, more horror and who does it better than Rodney and Jason's going to be involved. It's, it's just going to be good stuff guys. So um, next up guys, next time, no, next time, next week, same time, same channel right here. We will have the new writer of the ongoing Superman and action comics title. Mr. Philip Kennedy Johnson will be on the show with us. He is also the writer of Superman Worlds at War, that first story. If you read it yesterday or if you're reading Last God, um, Marvel Zombies, he, he is an up-and-coming writer, and he has been given the reins to the DC Comics Superman title, which we are super excited about. Superman. I I, I literally just remember <laughs> from the from that from that thumbnail that he did write uh this World of War. So I guess I have to uh yeah, I have don't. To I have to redo what I was about to say about this book today. So uh, don't be stupid. I'll, I'll have to go make it more PG, I guess. More, Come more, on, bro. more PC. If you say you don't hey, like, bro, I'm gonna that be book, honest, bro. I'm sorry, if, but I'm gonna, if be you're honest. gonna be honest. If you say you don't like that that book, I'm gonna. I don't. I just I'm okay. Not, you know what? Since we're on the subject, let's uh, let's talk about this real quick. No, uh, at least this 
Not because you put me on blast. We're going to talk about it in a little bit. Uh, see how you do me? You see Superman, how you do me? World at War coming uh, in a few minutes in the new comic book, uh, Dave Fortune. <laughs> you got me mad now. Me oh, right here. He's getting angry, guys. He's getting angry. Uh, I'm turning red, bro. <laughs> uh, I think it's time. You know what? Why don't you flex a little bit right, and get ready for this next segment? Power, power minute. The power minute. <laughs> Power's with you, bro. <laughs> All right. So who's, power who's... minutes sponsored by AWA Upshot Studios, Scout Comics, and Mad Cave Studios. This and hopefully week, soon. Zombie Love Studios. Hopefully. Zombie Love Studios. Yes, we will have more uh, sponsors coming very soon on these <laughs> Power Minute segments. They're going to be so much that we're not going to be able to do all of them in one week. But Bring it. We'll highlight the ones that uh, that we enjoy the most. Um, these are these are new comics that are coming out next new comic book day, and we're just going to give you a one minute spoiler free review, mostly spoiler free, um, just to get you excited and maybe uh, help you make your decision if you want to pick these comics up. And we will start. Shall we start with? Let me start. Who's starting? Yes, sir. You, you, you're up first. I am up first. All right. Tell me when. One minute. All right. Your mark. Get set. Go. Loot number one by Scout Comics, written by Don Hanfield and Richard Rayner, art and letters by Kaylin Smith. This is one of the introductory issues of Scout Comics' new imprint, Scoot. Uh, imprint devoted to young readers ages four through 12. I was interested in this imprint because my son's four and a half and why not start looking out for great books I can read to him and get him introduced into a variety of com comics. Not to mention, I'm not afraid to say I do love me some all ages reading myself. Loot One was a lot of fun as we follow Emily Jackson, a young girl who's raised in foster homes and absolutely loves treasure. The problem is she doesn't have a lot of it, so she loves the thrill of taking what is not hers this does, this does get the attention of a female cop who ends up adopting Emily and raising her as her own. As the book goes on, Emily gets a tip that opens her world to a real honest-to-goodness treasure. And although she doesn't have the money to fund a trip, she's going on a treasure hunt. I thought this was a great book, maybe not in the four-year-old range, but somewhere between eight and above. If you like Nancy Drew... If you like Nancy Drew Hardy Boy-style books, you will really enjoy this. Boom. Boom. That was good. It was good. It was a good yeah, book, good. man. I thought it was, uh, and it's only a dollar ninety nine. Um, so very, very interesting book. I was trying to go super fast on there because there was a lot of information. <laughs> I know Ooh. the feeling. Believe me. All right. So get that buzzer. You on your end. You get that buzzer ready in case I go over that one minute. Y'all just you'll hear. You'll hear my. Let me get that. Let me get that buzzer going here. Are you ready? I'm ready. All right. All right. We got villainous. Number four from Mad K Studios, writer Stoney Williams, art Jeff Sadinsky, colorists Joanna LaFuente, letter Justin Birch. So we continue after an ambassador was attacked and uh, both the good guys and the real good guys or the good bad guys are still trying to bring each other down. Uh, some are in hiding, some are looking. Uh, Showdown, which is one of the characters, happens to uh, finally find where they are hiding and goes in to attack them. Uh, some very bad things happen, and this is a must-read if you're a Villainous fan. Make sure you have some tissue handy as this I issue comes to a close. Uh, great action scenes in the back half of the book. Uh, I was exceptionally excited and, and actually 
was at the edge of my seat for this for this book, man. So uh, I, I'm excited, man. I hope everybody else is. And uh, I'm done. <laughs> I had five seconds left. Man, Steve, <laughs> doing me dirty today, I just, man. <laughs> I just, I just excited. Uh, man. That's cool. That's cool. Hey, uh, Villainous is a that's a great series, man. Uh, yeah. Stony Williams, and it's it's just continued to go up on up and up, and I man, it gets me excited. I'm I'm excited for that issue. Mm-hmm. All right, start. moving on to me again. Are you ready? Tell me when you're ready. I I am. Uh, let's go. Ready? Ready? Go. Stargazer Five by Mad Cave Studios, written by Anthony Cleveland, art by Antonio Fuso. Colors by Stefano Simeone and letters by Justin Birch. Again, Justin Birch. What more can I say about the series that I haven't already said, guys? Anthony Cleveland feels like he's writing a story that he was born to write. Not only is this series about the paranormal, but the way it ties in these perfect touches of family, relationship between siblings and friends, it's just a thing of beauty, and I admire it so much. In this issue, we go further down the rabbit hole of just what happened to Kenny, his sister, and friends, that night that they will never forget when they were kids. The conspiracies go further and deeper than just that night. I can't wait to see how this series concludes in issue six, although I will be sad when it ends. This is one of my favorite series uh, from Mad Cave Studios and one of my favorite books, uh, period. Love it. Awesome. Man, eight, eight seconds to spare? Speedy over here. <laughs> Man. Oh, yes. All right. So I'm going to go next. I Up at the top... Chris, okay. I have some panels there that I think it's the first four. Gotcha. It's uh, you can if you can show those once uh once I I get myself going, I'm but right. uh, let me go ahead and start the timer here. I hope I I really want to say everything, so I hope I get it in one minute. But let's see what happens. All right. So sweet downfall, uh, number one from Scout Comics, story by Stefano Cardoselli, colors by Panta Ray, letters by Bram Meehan. So Johnny is an old a robot model used for crash tests that has been modified into a ruthless killer in the service of the most powerful boss in Santa Clara. His name is Don Vito Carassi. The art in itself is kind of hard to understand where the, where the story is going with the reading. Uh, the story itself talks about this robot, then cut to another part of the story with a brief backstory on Vito. Uh, as he sends two thugs after Johnny, uh, the robot, to collect something, Johnny kills them. And uh, the story just ends. I, I don't understand the point of this story or exactly what the plot is. The art is like an abstract kind of art, you know. Uh, it made it kind of hard to follow the follow with words. But if robot and art style is your thing, I would definitely give it a try. Ooh, three seconds to spare. But anyways, yeah. I wanted to show that that art, man. What did you What do you think about that? You know, oh, I like that. Woo! <laughs> it That's looks crazy. it looks good. It, don't get me wrong, but. When you're trying to read the story, like it, it kind of jumps around a bit, you know. Uh, the art, the art yeah. isn't bad though, you know. But uh, Great I really, I really read that issue, and I just wasn't sure what was, re- what was really supposed to be happening, or what was going down in that. But, uh, but yeah, so that is a number one. I wanted to show those panels, uh, so awesome. you can make a better decision about next week and see if you want to pick that up. So that's awesome, man. I mean, at least uh, again, showing that art at least gets people, you know, maybe excited about mm-hmm. the art. If you like anything about what Oscar said about the story. Or if you didn't, um, <laughs> yeah. There you go, guys. So. Sweet downfall number one. Woo! There you yes. go. That is your power minute, everybody. Uh, again, books that are coming out next new comic book day, so you can make some choices on what you want to pick up. I, I have to tell you, Stargazer, man. Oh, godly, it's just I almost didn't want to do the power minute on it because I love <laughs> getting the issue, 
and reading it on new comic book day um such a great book man mm. and and uh loot number one was also was also a, a good book good read so yeah stargazer i am behind on I, I i just started reading number one uh the other day so i'm a little behind but uh but i'm gonna see where it goes so yes sir excellent so. excellent all right this is where we're gonna get, it's gonna get down and dirty here oh yeah i hope y'all ready to get your popcorn you ready <laughs> Yes, it's new comic book oh day. God, new comic book day. Happy new comic book day. All right. Happy new comic book day, everybody. Okay, uh, new comic uh, day. Of course, this is the portion of the show where we talk about new comics that came out this week. And yesterday, of course, was January 20th, new comic book day. Oscar and I will do our picks of the week, books that we thought stood out among the rest, the best to, in our opinion. And then we're going to talk about some other books, and obviously we're going to have some disagreements here, but just know Oscar and I are best friends. We love each other. No matter what happens in this time right now, um, we will continue to be best friends and brothers. Yeah, it's like, uh, it's like I, I, I equal it to like, you know how when you hear like Kobe or LeBron and they, you know, they, they, they play against each other in the playoffs and they may be kind of tough with each other, but afterwards, hey, it's all love. You know what I mean? But when they're on the court. On the one on the court, it's, it's all business, man. So the thing is like Kobe and Shaq, man, they couldn't stay together. Uh, we're not gonna do that man. Well, we're not I, doing uh, that. Uh, I don't know if you're trying to call me shack or not but uh, uh thank you <laughs> but, <laughs> i mean do your shack do your shack man uh, uh no i love it uh kobe is uh gonna shoot the ball uh, can you dig it <laughs> <laughs> there we go man so new comic book day i will start off with my pick of the week and my pick of the week was i breathed a body number one from aftershock comics Written by Zach Thompson, art by Andy McDonald, colors by Triona Farrell, and letters by Hassan Atzmain El How How uh, I don't know. I El How. That was a hard. That's a tough one. This book, guys, was a trip, but <laughs> one that I'm glad that I took. Uh, I'm I breathe the body is a supernatural horror story set in an alternative future where social media influences are influencers are idolized. Not that different from today's world, if you ask me, but a little bit more extreme in this book. Uh, when the ultimate influencer Milo Caliban posts or Milo Caliban posts an unspeakably horrific video, it is up to his social media manager and Stewart to capitalize on Milo's insane actions while at the same time mitigating the fallout that could impact his revenue stream. This book is full of body horror. And questions that make you sit back and think about the current state of society and the influence that social media and its influences have on us. How much are we contributing uh, to that? And is there anything we can do to stop us from getting to the future depicted in this book? Uh, there are a good amount of what the heck just happened type of moments blended with one of the best plot driven stories that I have read as of recent. Um, there's also a supernatural element that's involved, although we're not given many answers on that front, where it starts off on that first page. Uh, I am a big fan of Zach Thompson, and this reminds me a lot of the series that he wrote uh, that was not talked about enough, uh, Come Into Me. I don't know if you remember, Oscar, when I was reading that. I don't think you were a fan of that book either, uh, which <laughs> would make sense you know, that if, you, if you don't like this, which I'll find out in a moment, but uh, which is another very thought-provoking series with plenty of body horror, uh, which you should also read. I love this as a first issue. Uh, obviously, it's not going to be for everybody because uh, that, like the, I mean, just look at the cover. Uh, last night I was reading this book. My wife walked up and she's like, "What are you reading?" 
Uh, she saw the cover on there and, and I kind of gave her a little bit of a, gave her a little synopsis <laughs> of the book. But uh, I love this as a first issue. Excited to see the places it takes us and definitely in for the series. Obviously a great jumping on points. It's an issue number one. Uh, it was a great first issue, but the idea that's being played with here, I'm super excited to see where, where the book goes because it's uh, Zach Thompson has been uh, honing his skills with this topic. Like I said, Come Into Me was also a very similar type story. And then he's got Lonely Receiver, which is also another book about technology. So it's definitely something that's in his wheelhouse, something he's very passionate about. And anytime that uh, you mix those things together, you're, you're going to come up with with some great storytelling. So come into me. That is my pick uh, or not come into me. Uh, I breathe the body. Number one. Uh, that is my pick of the week. What right, did you real, real quick before you before we go and get discussed into this, what did you rate this book? I rated this book. I went back and forth because I really like this book. Uh, I do think it's a book that we're going to be talking about all, all year as long as the issues are coming out. I think it I think the concept could make this a candidate for a for an award show later on in the year. We'll see. But I'm just going to throw it out there. I'm telling I'm telling you guys, just watch out for the series. I'm going to give it a four. A four. You know, I absolutely love that book. Four. Four. All right. And there you so, go. Moving on to. <laughs> what do you I, think? I didn't hate it. I, I was actually, uh, yeah. I had seen, you know, people posting about it on social media. And I, I was actually, I, at first I wasn't going to even going to get this book. Uh, I don't know why I just, and then I picked it up anyways. And I, I read it. Good. Uh, so I, I took some notes on how we can improve our social media uh, from this story. So uh, <laughs> that should that should work in our in our favor. But uh, I did for I did think it was uh, maybe a little little reading heavy. You know, I, I felt like it was a lot a lot of that. Um, but uh, I, I just wasn't really sure the hope. The, the, I mean, I know it's about social media and, and what it's doing to us and all that. But I just, you know, I don't know. I, I didn't really like like how it ended. I I, I kind of just really felt like it was a middle of the road kind of story. Um, I never really like a story when they don't give you enough to really know. Like the very beginning of that story, I kind of want to know what's going on with that, and then it cuts to present day, and it doesn't really hit on that until later, uh, towards the end of the book, and you get more things that are a little bit leave you on leave you uh, on edge, you know, not knowing what's going on, and that's kind of always the thing that kind of gets me. Uh, not that it's not a great story. I I just kind of want to know what, especially with the number one, what I'm, what am I getting? You know, what, what am I look forward to? And the way the way it ended, you know, I just, I just wasn't for sure, you know. So, like yeah. I said, didn't didn't dislike it. I just didn't, you know. It I love. The, I think I'm in love with the concept of the book, like the what it's about, and it forced me to read it twice because I was so interested in it. And there were it there was some moments in the book where I was like, I was like, what is, what are they, what are we talking about? Um, but then as I, when I read it the second time, it really sunk in. Um, and it, like I said, it's just a great commentary on, uh, what, who, where, kind of where we're going as a society with the way we view, um, influencers on social media, um, not comic book influencers. You know. <laughs> well, you know, I kind of agree also with Adam and I know you mentioned reading it twice. Uh, yeah. sometimes though, like with, a, like yesterday was a huge, a huge day for reading. I mean, I had a ton of books to read. I didn't have the chance to go back and read it. I may go back and read it again because I will take everybody's advice. I'll, I'll look into that. You know what I mean? I, I'll read it again make, to make sure that I'm not missing something. 
And sometimes when you read an issue and you go back and read it, you do get more out of it. So I do yeah. agree with that as well. Yeah. Um, I guess I was just expecting, I don't know what I was expecting, but I expected more for sure. But uh, understood. But yeah. Understood. <laughs> but uh, I read the body. Great book. All right. All that right. Was a number, a number four. And right. I, I, I did debate between going in between a four and a five. It's how much I liked it. So just so you guys know. All right, Asuka. Asuka. All righty. And uh, let's see here. I scrolled down to give away a book real quick. And uh... what is up? What's up, Rod? How you doing, man? Thank you for Rod. What up? Thank you for checking in on us, my friend. All right, and I guess if you want to run panels for me, brother, I would appreciate it. And uh, I'm going to go with uh, my pick of the week was King in Black, number three by Marvel writer Donny Cates, art by Ryan Stegman, anchor by J.P. Mayer, colorist Frank Martin, letterer Clayton Cowles. That dude's everywhere, literally. Uh, so after after the last issue, right, the, the shocking finale the heroes of the Marvel Universe are reeling, outgunned and outmanned, but never undone. Uh, they will do all they can to unite against Noel, God of the Abyss, as he has the world covered in darkness. Uh, so I was already anticipating huge things from this uh, from this last issue. Uh, as the last one ended, uh, I don't know if you've been under a rock or living in darkness that is Noel, but, uh, and don't know what's going on, but Noel has arrived on Earth and taken over most of all the heroes uh, nothing seems to be able to stop him, and it truly seems to be the act of a god. Uh, I was tense while reading this uh, while reading this uh, issue, and I felt like I did when I watched Infinity War, when I watched Endgame. Uh, I, I couldn't wait to turn the page and get to see what's going on and what's going to happen. Uh, what was an awesome surprise, uh, which you may know from the cover, is that Thor shows up, right? Very much like he did in Infinity War. When all seemed lost and he showed up in the blink of an eye and lays the hammer down, right? And uh, he opens up a can of whoop-ass, right? And this is this is equally character-driven and plot-driven, in my opinion. Uh, I just can't get enough, man. The art, by far, can tell the story. Uh, there's a panel there, that last panel. If you can show that one of uh, Spider-Man. Uh, there's tons of panels I loved, but, to but this one right here was the first panel that I was like, Wow, I literally put the book down and just stared at the art and the colors uh, with Spider-Man and Wolverine heading out to, to do battle. And man, oh man, I was I, I just love it. Um, my favorite moment uh, was the was the whole fight scenes uh, with Thor and Noel. I thought I thought that was my favorite until the very last page teaser of what's coming. At the little hint, the narrator of the story uh, is 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 who they show at the very end, and. Uh, damn you know can it get any better um this is not a good jumping on point uh this is issue three uh but if you're not reading this you should be uh art perfection story perfection uh just a great issue and i rated this a look at this this is amazing this is amazing five five so, five yeah yeah you know Look at you. I, don't, I don't usually give those away, but fives, bro. Man. <laughs> so and uh I'm gonna throw I'm gonna throw a digital giveaway as well in the in the uh in the chat there too for their for that king and black. So first come, first serve. Get that. But uh first. yeah, did you did you read that? that oh issue? man, I loved it, bro. I loved it. Yeah. I I'm in love with this uh with this event right now. Um and I had it later on in my notes, but uh yeah, it's it's man, such a great issue. I love 
uh, I love how Thor got got thrown into this issue. And mm-hmm. obviously, Donny Cates writes an excellent Thor. Um, so he he had to put him in there. And uh, man, just I, th- I don't know if it's because we've read so much. D- we read we read so much DC indies. We talked a lot about last year in 2020 about how Marvel just really was not uh, scratching that that itch mm-hmm. that we had for Marvel stories. Um, yeah, this one, it's just so good. man. it's the art, the writing. Uh, incredible man and it's it's uh, it's refreshing to get uh, get a take of these characters uh, from Donny Keith get the Wolverine moment, moments you got the Spider-Man moments uh, it's just so good and, and the art is incredible Ryan Stegman yeah. is just he's just he's killing it man so yeah great pick I, I, I thought it was a great issue and a great great series uh, if you are or if you if you're not reading this series uh, definitely recommend it but you I think I don't know. I don't know if you're reading all the tie-ins, Oscar, but I think you're you're safe if you read the King in Black uh, uh, events, which is six issues, I believe, and then read Venom to go along with it. That's yeah. what I'm doing, and I'm getting I'm having a great time with it. So. Yeah, yeah, that was good stuff. That one we definitely agree on. <laughs> so, did, did you have any uh, honorable mentions there? Any good? Any other good stories that you wanna you mention? You ready? <laughs> well let's talk uh my runner-up future state nightwing did you, did you read nightwing yeah i did okay let's start off with this one this is my runner-up uh loved this issue i've heard a lot of mixed reviews on this today but uh future state nightwing dc comics writer andrew constant that's not a name you've heard a lot uh art by nicola scott colors by ivan Placencia and letters by Wes Abbott. Uh, this was my favorite week of Future State reads, and I think it's the fact that the dust is beginning to settle, and we're starting to see the threads from different stories connect, uh, especially in the case of the Bat Family stories. Um, Nightwing was was just a great comic book. Um, no messing around with an agenda, just yeah. lots of action, great storytelling. Uh, now that we know how much of a hold the Magistrate has on Gotham City. We're seeing all the players involved in, in resisting what, what has come to Gotham in the Magistrate. And who would have thought that Nightwing would be leading the masked resistance against the new powers that be in Gotham? Uh, he's gone a little bit darker in this issue and grown a little bit callous with the absence of his mentor, Bruce Wayne. Um, there's some great moments uh, when Nightwing recalls uh, Bruce when he was a young boy. I thought that was um, that was some very excellently uh, excellently excellent written <laughs> issues. Uh, I thought this issue just had a little bit of everything you want from a good comic book. I really love the issue. Um, I heard somebody complaining earlier that like, why is, why are they always trying to make Dick Grayson dark? And uh, if you think about that, I'm, I, I thought about that and I was like, well, he's been through a lot and he lost his mentor. He's lost his parents. I mean, wh- how would you react to that situation? Right. Um, and so, I mean, you tend to get a little bit callous from that stuff and you tend to get, you may get a little bit darker. He's still fighting for justice. He's still fighting for what he believes in. So you still see Dick Grayson at the heart of this character, but, uh, I, I I really enjoyed this. I like how Nightwing also, this, this story is just kind of expanding what's going on with the magistrate and, and Gotham and and the whole future state. So, um, I liked it a lot. Uh, and I, I was my runner up for, um, one of the best books this week. Yeah, I, I I will agree with you on that one. Uh, Nightwing was a good book. Uh, I liked it as well. I was a little unsure when, uh, <laughs> I guess not so much of a spoiler, right? But uh, when the current Batman shows up, 
and he like tosses, he flips him to the ground. I'm like, come on, man! Like Nightwing's not even better than than this this whoever this Batman is. But then he he uh, he uh, proved himself, you know, and I liked that as well. So the story did turn to uh, turn out pretty good. I half expected uh, <laughs> for it to be the beginning of New Order. I don't know why I was, you know, Nightwing came out with that New Order book a couple years back, and I was expecting maybe that for them to pick up there, which. We love that yeah, I did. So, yeah. but uh, yeah, I agree. I, I like Nightwing as well. It's one. It's one of the few uh, future state books that I I did enjoy. All right. Uh, for me, the other one that uh, that I guess would go along with this was the the Catwoman yeah. uh, future state. That one was really good. I love I love the cliffhangers in that. I love what's going on. Uh, so yeah, those those two books, in my opinion, were probably the the best of the week. Uh, two for two, bro. Yeah, two for two. That, hey, you- I, I, Oh, don't worry though. I'll make. I'll. Uh, I'll get those uh, negative break marks my heart. in a minute. <laughs> in a minute, man. But. Uh, but yeah, yeah. Can I so. just say about Catwoman? Uh, Ram V, right? Colors by Otto Schmidt, mm-hmm. who is also the artist on uh, Hawkeye Freefall. Uh, letters by Tom Napolitano. Uh, I thought the art in that book, in the Catwoman book, was just incredible, yeah. dude. Otto Schmidt. Uh, so he's the perfect pairing to what Ram V's take on Catwoman is. I'd love to see them paired together for a long time. Uh, I thought I think that just it was just an excellent book. It was another case of just another great comic book story. Um, high speed chases, Catwoman jumping jumping on the trains with uh, yeah. time powered magnets. Uh, just a high story, right? And uh, again, in this issue, we see the stranglehold that the magistrate has uh, not only on Gotham but in this case, Alleytown. Um, Selena's love for Bruce is still evident in the future. And she will not rest until she gets answers on what happened to Bruce. And she's trying everything she can to find she's him. She's not the only one who's still in love with Bruce. So yes. that was that was kind of cool as well. That's a nice little twist, too. Yeah. 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 Uh, by the end of the issue, we're given a couple of character surprises, like the one you're talking about there, um, that will lead inevitably, uh, that will lead to tie into the Dark Detective and other Bat books. Uh, just really, really enjoyed uh, Cat Future State Catwoman. I, I I can't say enough about what Ram V has done with Catwoman, man. Yeah. So here's my here's for the, even for these two books that I did like. This is my negative mark, real quick. Is this is Future State, and I still kind of feel like the age the age of these characters are still kind of the same. You know what I mean? And I I yeah. don't. Uh, I, that's my only problem with it you know if you're gonna sell me on a on a storyline of future state books and all that stuff then i'm expecting you know they already made new characters you know to take up the then make these other characters a little older and maybe they're a little older but i mean the future stuff that they're showing is very advanced from where we are right now in the last the last stories of dc so you know i'm expecting uh a little older characters you know but well, I think I think for there's there's a few books that are not that far in the future, and this is this is one of them. I think that would be um, so. If you look at the timeline, this is supposed to be set in 2025, so it'd be five years from where we are right now. That's so not a whole lot of difference. I think um, Dark Detective, uh, Nightwing, Catwoman, uh, or the next Batman. No, no uh, next Batman is the one that's in the 2025 range. Uh, Dark Detective, I think, is five years after, just I think 2030-ish. Um, so yeah, I mean, I get I get that a little bit, but it's not uh, it's not too far in the future. But if I need, I literally need a map to understand <laughs> the timeline. That's uh, I I have this little that a link that I have, and I, I actually took a screenshot because it has a timeline of all the the future state stories, and that's kind of helped my brain 
process, you know, where we are uh, yeah. in the future state books. So um, there you go. Did you have uh, anything else? Yeah, I, I loved the future, the future state Superman worlds of war. Number one, uh, written by uh, specifically the first story in the book, uh, written by Philip Kennedy Johnson, art by Mikhail Janin, Janin, uh, Jordi Belair on colors and Dave Sharp on letters. Uh, let me let me let me tell you a little bit about it. And then you tell me you, I'll get your thoughts. So uh, in the future, Clark is missing and no one knows where he is. Um, this leaves the world to wonder just where could Superman be? Uh, we find a group of people, each with their own story on how Superman saved them, gathered in Smallville on the night of the Perseid meteor shower to remember Superman and share their stories with one another. When it gets to Sadie, a uh, character in the book, she infuses the group with hope and pleads with them not to give up hope, um, that Superman is still out there. I love how she describes Superman, uh, and, this, and I quote, we didn't call him Superman because of what he can do. We called him Superman because of who he is. He's us. He's the best of us. Truth, justice, and the American way. He taught us that those words would could mean something. He taught us what we could strive to be. And to me, that those lines right there, that's Philip Kennedy Johnson's description of Superman. And it gets me really excited for what's coming for Superman, even after Future State. Um, but few, spoiler, quick little spoiler alert, guys. Uh, we do get a glimpse at where Clark actually is, and things do not look good for the Man of Steel. He is in the War World, which is alluded to in the title of the book. I, I really love the first story. Again, it gets me excited for what's coming for Superman. Not just the story, but the art was gorgeous and a definite uh, recommend from me um, uh, for future state. Talk to me. So before I'm, I'm, I didn't do so my from my honor up from my honor, honorable honorable mentions I'm sorry mom getting out tongue tied over here yeah, I, I don't I didn't really do reviews guys so I'm sorry I, I'm just gonna tell you what I liked and you know you can go get it, go get your so Superman World of, of War is in my disappointment uh, section uh, okay mean. so before I jump to those I just want to mention my my quick likes real quick Philadelphia twelve. Uh, uh, almost my book of the week. Uh, end of the story arc, right? Uh, Deceased was very good as well. Great run to great into the run, and uh, Maestro was a pretty good Hulk story as well. I felt like I can finally uh, have a Hulk story that I enjoy, and uh, I'm gonna throw in the, uh, a, a digital copy there of Maestro in case anybody wants to get that. Um, so now listen, I, I, I'm probably gonna get some hate for this, and I do not care. Hate me all you want, all right? Hate me today. (laughs) Superman, World of War. What the heck, man? So much story about who Superman is. Like, we don't already know. We know how good he is, what he means. Yeah, yeah. I mean, just a few pages of the beginning, you know, this and that. And then we get get like a page or two of the battle of where he's at. Bro, I paid, you know, we're paying $8.99. 899 for this damn cover cover price okay nine bucks can i get a good damn uh can i get a, a a damn good superman story okay uh you know instead dc wants to fill fill other stories in of minor characters i could care less man you know <laughs> no one else cares either that's why they that's why they put them at the end of the book so you buy you buy this book and they trick you and <laughs> same with batman man these titles are are being bought because people want to read about these stories these characters really pisses me off man I'm, I'm just saying i was looking forward to this superman book 
And the first half of the book is all stories about. I already know Superman's one of my favorite characters. I already know. I, I don't need to do. I don't. I don't need a retelling. I want you to get to the nitty gritty. I want to get to the world of war. No, this is the world of boar. <laughs> <laughs> come on, man. No, oh, come on. I'm, oh, I'm just... <laughs> dude. This is. You said too much. You've gone too far. <laughs> so. Can I? Okay. So I will agree with you on, on one thing about what you said. And I, and I told, totally 100% agree with this. Um, I like this book, the first story. And then the very end of the book, it kind of tied into the first story. But the whole middle section, the Midnighter story and Black Racer and Mr. Miracle, I could care, I could care less. Um, and for that, um, that is one thing that is uh, very annoying about this, uh, what DC is doing and charging $7.99 for this book. Um, again, th- th- I think that's what made the Nightwing and the Catwoman even more special to me. They were freaking $3.99. Those issues were $3.99 and great stories, great comic book stories. The the worlds of war. Yours uh, was seven. Yeah, you got the variant, so it's eight ninety nine, right? That's even worse then. <laughs> yeah, you got the variant cover, and they oh, no. they, pumped, they pumped the variant up to eight ninety nine, <sighs> which sucks, man. And they did the same thing with Batman, uh, the next Batman, seven ninety nine, eight ninety nine for the variant. Aside that, that would be my big complaint about this. Uh, I I'm not I don't like that they're making these into like anthology books. Yeah. I'm taking. Thank um, you the best of the story from the first for the first story. Um, but I really did like it. I know you said, you know, we don't need a reminder of who Superman is. I think we do need a reminder of who Superman is after what Bendis did to Superman. Uh, and I think like his take I, on, on Superman kind of left us all with like, I'll give you that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like that. I know we're ready to move on. We're ready to, uh, we want good Superman stories. We kind of want, we want to get into the action but I do think people need a reminder of who Superman is after what Bendis uh, did to him, revealed his identity to the world. He, he made a lot of changes to Bat, uh, Superman. So in that regards, it was a very refreshing and very cool to see, uh, again, those lines that I read to you uh, describing who Superman is to people. I feel like that's Philip Kennedy Johnson telling us as readers, hey, Superman is hope, and I'm I'm taking this this direct this character in a direction that you guys are going to enjoy, and he's going to go back to being the Superman that you guys love, and that's what I'll say about that. Um, I hear you. I hear what you're saying about the the price, but uh, the the first story was was excellent in my. So opinion. you gotta you gotta come you gotta come with me on this ride though. You you gotta tell me you, you can't tell me that you weren't a little disappointed that this book is called World of War. And there was no real war going on. Worlds of war. It's called, uh, but but <laughs> we're gonna get to it. Um, but you, you saw ah. where where Clark is. Um, he's in this. It's almost like a Ragnarok type of world, you know, like a. I, I guess I I just feel like come on man this is a, this is the number one future state. Who knows how many issues we're gonna get out of this? I don't I don't want to waste time. I'll get get to the point. Get to the meat of the story. And I guess with all these future state books we've been getting, my patience is kind of running on this. You know what I mean? I'm like, come on, man! Like, get to the get to the point. You know? And... You need to slow down. You <laughs> <laughs> need no. to slow yeah. down, uh, uh, bro. I, I think you. I think, and Adam said it a little bit ago. The more he thinks about when he thinks about the timeline, it can get convoluted, confusing. But if you just 
slow down and actually just enjoy the stories for what they are. Uh, I think that's I the think, point, though. Look, you have perception already about future state, and you're no, 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 because there, there are some good ones. But look, come on, outing your anybody who knows anything about comic book and Batman knows there is you can throw you can throw a stack of Batman books out, and nine out of ten of those books is going to be a great story. Okay. Superman is constantly getting crapped on because the writers don't do what they're supposed to do by writing a good Superman story. Until now. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. I'm not saying saying it's not good. I'm not saying it's not going to get to the point. What I'm saying, though, is if we're on number one, even if if I hadn't got the variant, I paid $7.99 or whatever, it's still like, come on, man, like, like I want to, I want to get hit in the face, you know. I want to, I want to feel the the power of Superman, you know. So that's yeah. that's my only real complaint. Uh, not that the story isn't great, but you know, I, I, I'm expecting something, you know. I, as a as a as a consumer, as a fan of Superman, I want I want the Superman stories on par with the Batman stories that are out there, you know. And and this one was better than the Batman story. I'm with Oscar with all these all these all being two to four books at most. We don't need world building. There's not time for it. I agree with that also. Uh, Thanks, Steve. At least one person's on there. I'm with me. (laughs) There's not a lot of time for world building, um, but there are again because Philip Kennedy Johnson will be taking over Superman. It was Mm -hmm. nice for me to take that in and to see, hey, this is his take on the character, and I'm I'm excited. That is what gives me hope. I'll I'll be honest about that as well. The fact that he's going to stay on. You know, yeah. that gets me excited because I see I see what he's doing and that part is is it's exciting. So you know. Chaos. Cheers, my friend. He I am drinking. Excellent. <laughs> so is so are we. Just probably drinking something else. Uh, real quick, before we move on, uh Future State next Batman. We have to talk about it. It's a, it's one of the big titles from Future State, the next Batman, issue number two. Um, again, three stories in the whole issue from writers John Ridley, Vida Ayala, Paula Seven Bergen, art by Laura Braga, and Nick and Emanuela Lupacino. I'm just going to say it. Uh, now, this one, I liked. <laughs> you're, you're probably not going to like this either, but I liked all three. I like this one. I did like all three. Where's the mute stories. button? <laughs> I, I liked all three stories in this book. Okay. I'm not, I'm not a huge fan of the last story, The Girls' Night Out with the Gotham City Sirens, but I was a fan of the plot of that story. And again, enjoying the little nuggets that are left throughout the book that seem to be tying all these Bat Family stories together. Again, the, the Gotham City Sirens, the way I took that story is I took some things out of it um, that are kind of building the world, um, which is your complaint, right? That these there's not time for world building. But they're using those little stories to kind of give you a bigger... Uh, but that's bigger, just it, I guess. ...picture. And maybe, and, and maybe this is my fault. So everybody can jump on my case about it. Yeah. The stories at the end of Superman, the stories at the end of Batman, I'm not reading them. I, I immediately see what the character is. And I'm like, nah, whatever. I'm not going to waste my time reading these stories. And I'll start to flip through the pages. I just don't, I don't even want to know who these are. I don't want, I don't care. And if they do tie in, it's probably what a pair, you know, maybe a panel, maybe something that gives us a little light. Eh, I'm whatever. I, you know what? I don't even care. I'm like, whatever. Well, <laughs> The thing, the, the thing that I like about it, like I just said, it's it's tying all this stuff together, and it, it because this is kind of a new world for us. The whole the magistrate and Gotham City and all that, we kind of need to know. We need to know what's this world we're playing in. And as someone who loves continuity and somebody that always complains about DC continuity, 
I can truly appreciate that there's some kind of semblance of continuity in these future state books um, in the form of these additional stories. Again, Superman, I'm out. Those Midnighter and Mr. Miracle, I could not get into those. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I really did enjoy the Batgirls story uh, in the next Batman book. Um, I'm always going to be a fan when spoilers involved. And she's def she definitely highlighted that story for me. Um, but my favorite part of the next Batman was the first story, uh, kind of like all the books. The first one is kind of like the premiere story uh, following Tim Fox. I thought I thought this was a step up from the first issue. Uh, we began to see Batman being a detective in this issue, which, again, I'm always a fan of. Um, but this Batman does not use technology of any sort because in the new Gotham, anything and everything can be tracked. And Batman is too smart for that. So uh, Tim Fox, he's investigating a murder in Gotham. He has choices to make as to which side of justice he will fall on. Uh, this was just another great comic story for me. And it's what I'm looking for. Good stories. And again, Future State has exceeded my expectations, which were so low when we begin. Uh, and as always, I find myself gravitating to those Bat Family books, uh, which is, again, it was great. I thought it was excellent. My expectations with Future State were like right here and now. It's grown to about here. So I was here and it's like here. <laughs> maybe you had too high of expectations. Maybe, maybe, oh, that's maybe, maybe I should. <laughs> I mean, come on, bro. We're spending, we're spending money yeah. in a pandemic right now on comic books. And, you know, that. I want them to be good. <laughs> I get that. But, and I, but I honestly, I'm being honest with you when I say I am enjoying some of these stories for like, for real. Like, I, I, I do too. I, I, there is a lot of stories I am enjoying. I, it does. I just it, have slight issues, I guess. It you. does. It chaps my hide. It chaps my hide. It really does. The, the seven ninety nine, the eight ninety nine. I agree. I agree. I do. I do hate that. And yeah. I think what DC is doing. Uh, we're going to talk about it here in a few minutes. What we're looking forward to with DC moving forward. But I think they're kind of preparing us. They're prepping us for four ninety nine titles, which is going to suck. But um, if you look at the April solicitations, almost everything is four ninety nine. Um, so, you know, so I do, I do like, uh, the, the, what they did with the costume where his face is all covered. Yeah. I kind of like that. It reminds me of like a, of, yeah. a, of a night, you know, like back I in the day. I like that a lot. Yeah, I do. Yeah. I do enjoy that. That was something I made a note of when I was reading it. I was like, I really like that, that look of like the whole face being covered. Yeah. So that's, that's a good call out. Real uh, quick. Yeah. Before, before we move on, I don't, I don't want to forget this. What did you think yeah. of Batman Catwoman issue two? Um, it was better than issue one. Agreed. Um, a lot better than issue one. Yeah. Um, I made a decision last night when I read this book to collect. I'm going to collect all the issues. Um, the art is art is off the off the charts. Yeah. Beautiful. Clayman, such such an impressive artist. He's doing a great job. Um, but for me, I'm going to collect all the issues and I'm going to read them at the end because all this hopping back and forth mm. uh, in the past and the yeah. present and the future. I'm just like. This one did that as well. Not as bad as the first one. Not as bad as the but, first one. But yeah. But, but I did. Uh, I thought it was a step up. Uh, it gave me hope to keep reading the series. Um, yeah. But I'm gonna collect the. I'm gonna collect everything, and I'm. I'm gonna read it collectively at the end because I, I don't like reading it in single issues. And I made that decision last night. So. Um, you did mention Philadelphia Twelve, right? So, mm -hmm. man, a freaking amazing issue. End of that arc. And the last thing I just oh. have to quickly mention. Uh, Stillwater number five by Image Comics, Chip Zdarsky and Ramon Perez. Another book that I have fallen in love with, man. And, and this issue just really ramped up the story. Uh, the people of Stillwater have gotten brave since the oh. arrival of Daniel, the outsider. 
And that outside voice has given them a voice uh, where they once had no voice, lots of voices. Um, but the judge is not having it. And we see when his power is questioned that all hell will break loose. And this is an incredible series. And I can't wait for issue six, the end of that first arc. All right. Sorry. I had to, I had to take my ears off, man. I, I, I'm, I'm not there I yet. So I got I you. I want to, I want to have any hints cause I, I'm, I'm excited about reading that. Reading I'm going back in, to get uh, Philadelphia and Stillwater. I thought yesterday was such a good new comic book day. And for me yeah. to mention those this late in the books uh, says a lot. Uh, yeah. Great, great, uh, great, great issue, man. So, yeah. Did you read the Hulk? Uh, I didn't, man. Maestro? Oh, okay. Was good? It was, it was, it was exceptional. It wasn't, uh, I, I feel like it was better than the last uh, Maestro book they, they can't, that finished. Uh, I only read issue one on that though. And I, I dumped it after that. Yeah, this, one I, this one I think I'm gonna get. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna stay in for a little bit. I was I, I like the I like where it's going and stuff like that. So yeah, yeah, definitely. Everybody's everybody's seen we get a lot, getting a lot of uh, love for Stillwater. I definitely definitely agree. Comics for cheap. What's going on? Welcome to Lost in Comics Thursday. Let's take the, a quick the chat restroom. The chat, chat and you. The chat and you are, are what got me back into Stillwater, man. So uh, I only read issue one to begin with. Uh, but like I said, I'm going back and getting all the issues. I think I'm missing, I think I'm missing uh, three. I think I'm, I'm on the hunt looking for it. Uh, let me check real quick before we move on. But uh, you're gonna, no matter what happens, do me a favor, bro, and make sure you read at least to issue five. I'm missing two. That's what I'm looking for. Okay. So once I have it, I'll read it all. Because this this issue that came out yesterday really ramped up the story uh, as far as like things just. Things are just starting to really um, sprout, man. So, yeah. Um, all right, guys, we're going to take a quick little intermission. Go use the restroom if you need to. If not, watch this little clip here. I mean, yeah, don't I, everybody leave. I want you to see you. <laughs> I mean, don't leave, guys, but, you know, if you need to use the restroom, because yeah. we're going to have a little conversation about DC Future State, what's coming after that in just a moment. We'll be right back. <laughs> Hi. I really missed you guys, especially when I was aiming at you. <laughs> oh, anyways, I'm here to tell you the thing I'm always here to tell you. I've got your killing joke. <laughs> I hope you're ready. Why don't cannibals eat clams? Because they taste funny. <laughs> they taste funny, you get it? Oh, it's funny. Here's a little bit of important information you need to know. What do you do if you're getting jumped by a gang of clowns? Go for the juggler! <laughs> All right. Uh. Where did Chris go? I guess he he couldn't take out this future state talk, I guess, and he dipped out. Uh, <laughs> but anyways, hope y'all like that killing joke. <laughs> and Joker. Joker's funny. And we're back. Bro. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> I took full advantage of that little quick break there. <laughs> and we're back. What do y'all think about that killing joke, guys? I mean that's uh that is some sick sick stuff right there, <laughs> the the stuff that bad dreams and nightmares are made of, and we're happy to bring it to you. So awesome, man, awesome. 
All right, man, we're going to talk about what's in store after Future State. Uh, Oscar has dogged on Future State a lot, so I can imagine he's really looking forward to when uh, all this Future State stuff is done. Um, so this week, DC released their April solicitations, and they gave us some insight on what we will be reading or not reading after Future State. Uh, we're mostly going to go over some new DC titles that are that are uh, coming up. It's it's kind of a given that we will be reading books that we've already put on our pull list, like Batman, uh, the new yeah. Nightwing by Tom Taylor, which we've talked about, uh, Superman Action by Philip Kennedy Johnson, which I am super excited about. But hopefully, this little conversation here will help if you haven't uh, if you haven't heard of some of these titles to take a to make a good decision on what you'll be picking up. So we're going to take a little look at March and April, because that's when Future State uh, will, will be clear of Future State. And we're going to play a little game, bro. It's uh, it's going to be called I'm In. Nah, bro. Nah. Nah. All right. <laughs> or maybe so. So if you're in on the book, you know, give me the I'm in. If you're not, if you're not in, give me the nah, bro. Nah, not in. Or give me the maybe so, okay? All right. And uh, we can take turns, if you want, like, so I can play too. Let's play. All right. Uh, so I, I, let me run first then. All right. Let's go. So Infinite Frontier Issue Zero. Yeah. I'm already at nah. I'm just playing around. This is an, <laughs> this is an anthology book that will kick off uh, the new direction of the DC Universe. It will have an all-star cast of creators, including Scott Snyder, Jeff Johns, James Tinian IV, Bendis. I'm out. <laughs> uh joshua williamson howard porter uh said uh joel jones jorge jimenez and the list goes on uh dark knights death metal present presented the dark threats the darkest threats of the multiverse dc future state reveal what may lie ahead and now it's time to look into the infinite frontier of the current day dc universe mm. so what are you oh man this one <sighs> It's got such a, a, there are a lot of good uh, writers and artists on that, aside from the Bendis uh, that's being on here, yeah. but uh, I'm going to end up picking it up. I already know I am. Um, I, I kind of don't want to. It's another anthology series, but I have a feeling it's going to give us, this is going to kind of give us the direction that we're going after Future State. And so I think it's going to be essential um, to going, uh, to picking up where we need to go. Did you ever dance with the devil? And Yes. From uh from Batman Returns. All right, Returns. Yeah. All right. Um so yeah, I, I'm in. I, I'm gonna say I'm in because I already know I'm gonna try to be honest. Uh, I know with the future state books I was a little uh on the fence about it and I made I've I've gone astray. So um yeah, I'm in. How about if you? This, if this is one issue, like kind of like the way rebirth was, it had that one rebirth special, then yes, I'm in. I will get it. Wow. At least for the sole fact that uh, you know it may be, it may be valuable. Maybe it may maybe be some new stuff in there that we don't know about. You know, but it's uh, gonna be more than one issue. It is. Is it? Yeah. Uh, there's. A, I don't. I know for sure. There's a zero, and there's a there's a number one in the April solicitation. So I know it may be. It might be. It's gonna be. Obviously, I feel it's gonna be limited. Um, but well, I'm in for the first one. How yeah, about that? definitely the first one. So yeah. for sure. Awesome. Um, another anthology book, Batman Urban Legends, number one. Uh, this one's got Chip Zdarsky on it, uh, Matthew Rosenberg, Stephanie Phillips, and Brandon Thomas. Art by Eddie Barrows, Marcos Two, Ryan Benjamin, Laura Braga, and Max Dunbar. Batman may be the biggest name in Gotham City, but there are lots of other heroes and villains 
who will get a turn to shine in Batman Urban Legends, a brand new monthly series tying into the biggest events in Gotham City. This one's got some big names on it again, man. So what do you think? You in? You out? Uh, nah, bro. I'm a, uh, I don't Tip care for me. anthology books, man. I really don't. Like, It takes a lot for me to get them as it is anyway. But uh, yeah, not, not interested in the, in the <sighs> one-off Batman books, you know. I hate this one. I'm I'm so torn about it because I because to get Chip Zdarsky on um, on a Batman book is going to be I think that's going to be amazing. I hate that it's an anthology book. I wish he could have like a little mini series where he writes Batman. Um, so I mean, you've seen what he's done with with Daredevil, uh, Chip Zdarsky. So I, I'm like I said, I'm torn on this one. So it's going to be a maybe so for me. It might depend on the week that it comes out, how much, sure. how many comics are out. If it's a light week, I will definitely pick it up. Uh, if it's a heavy week, I might be. Uh, yeah, who I'm am I kidding? I'm gonna end up picking this one. Right <laughs> come on, man! You gotta I'm be... gonna pick the first one up because uh... this is this will be. There's gonna be several of these. <laughs> I'm gonna end up picking it up. What you know? What I I miss the Chris that yeah, used man. to you know worry about his pull is getting too long. Come on, man. I know. Draw the light somewhere. I'm, I'm just, I'm, I've been enjoying. Oh, comics. I'm out. Most of the chat is in. I think uh, Adam yeah. is a maybe, but most, mostly everybody's in. Looks like. Yeah. So I want to hear. Yeah, you guys. As we, go, as we go through these titles, guys. Yeah, I want to know too if you guys are in or out yeah. or maybe so. So keep, keep it up here. All right. So. Next up, let me get the get this party started. Uh, the Joker number one. I already love it. Uh, writer by uh, James Tinning the Fourth and Sam Jones. Art by Gilliam March. Uh, following the events of uh, Infinite Frontier number one, the Joker is the most wanted man in the world, but the clown prince is several steps ahead of law enforcement. James Gordon, facing retirement, realizes the manhunt of his life and the last piece of his storied career. But what mysterious and deadly forces are also in pursuit of the Joker? Mm. I'm, I'm in. I'm in. <laughs> easy. Easy. I'm in. That one's easy for me. That was yeah. an easy one. Definitely easy. in. Definitely easy. in on that. Yeah. I think I'm over the the Joker fatigue from the uh, Joker Wars and the you know all the Joker stories we had. Adam in. I'm in. in. Honors in. In. Tara in. In. Yeah. Beautiful. All right. Let's keep going. Let's just keep rolling. Harley Quinn number one. Stephanie Phillips. Somebody just mentioned her. I think Tara mentioned her in the chat there. I believe. Uh, Art by Riley Rosmo. I have a real thing about Riley Rosmo's art. I think it's so unique it can only go with certain stories and sometimes it annoys me too i don't, I don't know if you if what, you, else, if, what else is he uh what he else the merchant manhunter um My. story he did the uh he's done a lot of the anthology i would actually have good art though i didn't like the story but the art was real good See, with the martian manhunter yeah i think i think it was perfect the art was actually perfect in that book um but he's done some anthology stuff uh, for dc and i'm like i don't like i don't something about his art that's just weird to me um, but all right, Harley Quinn number one. Uh-huh. You better read this closely because we've got a r- red hot relaunch on our hands here. And I should know. Harley Quinn here to let everyone know that I got a brand new monthly series here with a new status quo. I'm coming back to Gotham to make up for the sins of my past and help the city recover from the Joker War. <laughs> hey, I'm not in, but I'm in on that voice. So keep coming. <laughs> Just for you, man. Just for you. 
Uh, and it's like yeah. everybody's out and everybody's pissed off and they're out. Look at that. It's just yeah. the chat's yeah. crazy. I'm out too, man. I'm yeah. out on that. I'm out. I'm definitely out. Yeah. Nah, bro. That's a nah, bro, for me. <laughs> That's a nah. All right, here we go. Crime Syndicate, uh, number one, written by Andy Schmidt, art by Kirion McCowan. Man, I feel like to be a great artist, you have to have, to have a weird name. I know, I know. All right, spinning out of the Dark Knight's death metal, the multiverse is reborn and Earth 3 with it. In this six-issue miniseries, witness the true origins of the malevolent makers of mayhem known as the Crime Syndicate as a common foe unites them. But how long can alliances last between villains like these? I'm out. Nah, bro. I'm out. <laughs> nah, I don't nah, care about Earth 3. I really don't care. Yeah, as long as I need my Earth, I don't care. I could care less. Uh, and it's got some interesting little stuff, but I'm I'm sorry. Yeah. Adam, Adam's in? Adam's in. Uh, wow. He's right. I think he I think he said he's gonna be probably being in all of these. So yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah, uh, Dragon, Dragon Ranger. Dragon Ranger's in. in. Yeah. All right, all right. All right. All right. You guys are you guys, man, interesting, interesting. Uh, all right, next up, Suicide Squad number one, written by Robbie Thompson, art by Eduardo Pansica. Uh, things have changed for Task Force Tax, Task Force X. As Peacemaker takes over, takes over as field leader, there will be no more avenging or defending the government's top secret task force of killers, thieves, and criminals. Amanda Waller, now back in control of the squad, sends a new squad into Arkham Asylum to recruit the deadly court of Al's assassin, Talon, while she interviews another new candidate, Superboy. What do you think? Maybe so. Maybe. I wasn't interested in Suicide Squad or any of that other stuff, but, uh, you know, mentioning the court of Al's and and Superboy, uh, I don't know. Maybe. I'm a maybe on that one. I'm a maybe on that also. Um, yeah, if I didn't read, if I didn't read Tom Taylor's uh, Suicide Squad, I don't think I could stay on a this this series. This I, is a I good point. Probably Sorry. check it out. In for spec out because uh, ID IDGF, incredible. Yeah, it, possibly maybe possibly. spec. Yeah. If that's your thing, go for it. Yeah. All right. All right. Superman, Red and Blue, number one. Another cast of writers led by John Ridley and yet another anthology series. This new series presents fresh new visions of the Man of Steel in his two signature colors, red and blue. Around the world, everyone knows that when they see a red and blue streak in the sky, it's not a bird, it's not a plane, it's Superman. <laughs> I And I see a brown streak for doo-doo. <laughs> nah, bro. <I'm> out. <laughs> I think I'm out on that, dude. I think I think it's clear to see DC is going into a uh, they're going into this whole thing, this anthology thing. I think they're really going all in on this anthology because yeah, uh, I mean, this is another one, right? We've, we've Superman, Red and Blue. Maybe so. Um, no, nah, I'm probably out on this. I can yeah. imagine. I'm not gonna pick it up. It's it's too much anthology for me. Um, and I yeah. I'm excited about what's coming for Superman with. Uh, with Philip Kennedy Johnson, that will that will scratch my Superman itch. So, yeah, do you know if these all these anthology like like uh, the one we just did, like the red and blue, right? Are mm-hmm. they going to be anthology Superman stories, or are they going to throw in other characters? Oh, this that, one, this okay, one is strictly uh, Superman. Yeah, Superman. Right. Yeah, just like uh, Batman Urban Legends. That's strictly. Batman. I'll be honest. What I might do is when I on the day that it comes out, I might pick it off the wall, flip through it, and if it looks good, I'll probably get it. But if it but right now I'm saying now. 
I got you. Then maybe so. Maybe so for you. Maybe so for you. All right. I'm out. I'm telling you now. I won't. You're out. You're out. Wow. Okay. Nah, bro. Nah. (laughs) Nah, you're out. All right. Uh, Swamp Thing number one, Ram V, Mike Perkins on art. Already. Swamp Thing returns in a new 10 issue series that Levi uh, Camille as the next guardian of the green. Unable to control his transformation into the monstrous Swamp Thing, Levi is thrust into the harsh, unforgiving mystery of grisly murders committed by a supernatural desert legend. In or out? Maybe. I'm in. Easy. In. Yeah, yeah that was an easy one. That's Definitely easy. On that one. Yeah, yeah. That is an easy in. Ram V, uh, Mike Perkins art, sold Swamp Thing. He's uh, enough said. Easy. I've been itching for so long for a good Swamp Thing, and the Future State Swamp Thing is beautiful i love that so i'm definitely let me scratch your itch <laughs> with it on my back yeah. oh <laughs> Ooh, that feels good <laughs> yeah definitely. all right so uh teen titans academy number one written by tim sheridan art by rafa sandoval uh welcome to teen titans academy packed with new superpower teens and numerous dark secrets the academy student body includes shazam a new australian speedster dananda a, tri- uh, a trip of gotham a trio of Gotham teens obsessed with Batman and one member of the class will become the deadly red X. Nah, bro. What about you? Yeah, I'm out. I'm out. Yeah. I'm not, not, not too interested in the teen Titans Academy. I didn't really like the teen Titans future state and the whole red X thing. So yeah, I'm going to say I'm out on that. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, April, only for March. So all those titles we just mentioned, those are all coming out in March. So right after we finish Future State, that is March. We're gonna jump right into April. So this is we're giving you like a two month preview here of what's coming out. And uh, we're moving over to April now, and we should have. I think when we look at March and April, we should have a clear picture of where we're going with DC after Future State. So let's go April. Um, let's see, uh, Green Lantern number one by Jeffrey Thorne, art by Dexter Soy, as this. New Green Lantern series begins. The newly formed United Planets and the Guardians of the Universe hold an intergalactic summit to decide who can best serve and protect the cosmos from danger. Nah, bro. Yeah. And nah. it and it's strictly because I'm just not a Green Lantern fan. And you aren't either. Yeah, that's really uh, it. I'm, I'm like I apologize. Like I, I would like to take a chance on this. But uh, I'm just not, I just can never get into, I I keep trying, dude. I keep trying and I'm, I can't get into Green Lantern, man. So I'm out. All right. So we got Robin number one, written by Joshua Williamson, art by Gleb Milnivakov. All right. After learning of the Delhi League of Lazarus tournament, Damian Wayne has a new mission winning the tournament and prove he is the be- the greatest fighter in the DC universe. The brand new Robin series will force Damian Wayne to find his own path away from both sides of his family. New mysteries, new supporting cast, first appearance of new characters and lots of fights. I'm in. How about you? I'm in that I'm one. In. I'm in. Yeah. I'm in too. I got to see. That has been my question with this future state stuff as well. Where, where, where's, Where's Damien and all this future state stuff? I haven't seen anything yet. I don't know if there is anything coming out, but this is going to wet my whistle. So I'm going to go with that. <laughs> yeah, and, and written by Joshua Williamson, man. So I, yeah. I can't wait to see what he does with it. Uh, love his flash run. Uh, pretty much everything he's written, I've really enjoyed. So, yeah, I think you and I are both in on that. Yeah. There's a lot of books, man. 
It is. Um, right? But is, um, if, you, if you think about it, future state will be wiped away. Uh, so we won't be getting that. So that'll be we're going to have a new slate of books to, to pick from. Uh, Batman, The Dark Knight, number one, written by Tom Taylor, art by Andy Kubert. An epic tale begins that will take Batman on a harrowing, action-packed European adventure in a new miniseries. What do you think? Maybe. Tom Taylor. <sighs> yeah. Dark Knight, number one. Dark, who's, doing, who's doing Nightwing coming Tom out? Tom Taylor. See, that's that's kind of where I one of these is gonna be good. I feel like he can't, I don't know if he can do both of these oh, and make them go. both great, but maybe so. Like I said, I don't know if I want to be in, in all these different Batman titles. I I just don't know if I can do it, I can afford it. It's a lot of Batman. It's a lot of Batman, maybe it's so. Maybe that's a big a big maybe. I think this is gonna be one that uh definitely I'm definitely gonna try the first one um i want to see where the story the plot of the story um but you got andy kubert man with tom taylor mm-hmm. man, that, that alone yeah. you were reading that that yeah. was making me think man i want to because yeah you know i love the art you know yeah so. you, you and i are, you know we're both gonna pick it up so <laughs> <laughs> that, that tom taylor that that just the creative team i know yeah. we'll give at least the first one a shot that's true see everybody's like convincing me over here look at that yeah. man yeah. taylor does not miss you're right no doubt, no doubt. Come on, you're right, you're right. Yeah. So let's change the answer then. Let me go with uh, I'm in. There you go. We re- right. got a recorded response from you. We'll check, track, check. we'll be checking all these later on. Make sure you're telling the truth. All right. all right, next up. Oh, yeah, I thought I thought for some reason I, I did the last one. All right, next, the next Batman Second Son number one, written by John Ridley, art by Tony Akins. Travel Foreman and Mark Morales, a new miniseries surrounding the new Batman, Tim Fox. Our readers now know the events of Future State, but what is Tim Fox's origin story? Why has he been estranged from the Lucius Fox and his family for so long? Nah. I'm in. It's a no for me. I'm in. I, li- I like I like and it's crazy. Remember we talked about before Future State. I had a real hard time with this not having Bruce be Batman, and I'm enjoying the next Batman. I'm just gonna I have, I'm just gonna say it. I, I'm enjoying it. Uh, it's co- I t- I totally understand that you don't because it's yeah. it it's definitely a uh, it's definitely a acquired taste uh, having him change but i am enjoying it enough to want for me to at least pick this up and give it a, it's a mini series so it'd probably be it's just going to be a few issues um and yeah. i don't know man I really, I really don't know to be honest but right now i'm a i'm a no maybe so no <laughs> all, right, all right all right next up another <laughs> batman book the next batman second son number one written by john ridley again art Oh wait, that's you, right? Yeah. Now what am I? Saying? Like another one? <laughs> another one? No, another Batman. That's for real. This is Batman Scooby Doo Mysteries number one, oh, written what? by Ivan Cohen, art by Dario Brazulia. Brazulia. It's an all new, all ages series that teams the Dark Knight with Scooby Doo. These characters have a lot of history together in the cartoons. What do I'm you say? in. You're in? <laughs> <laughs> yeah right i'm out come on man Definitely out. <laughs> you, can, you know what this is you're not gonna believe this but i i have an interest in this series 
because my son has recently started watching the old, uh, I have an old, uh, some old DVDs with uh, Batman and Scooby-Doo and their old episodes, and he really loves them. So for that reason only, I want to check this out because he might like it, and I think uh, it might be fun to read to him. But um, if, if it wasn't for my son, I would not pick this up. But I think, you know, having kids changes you, especially when they're yeah, little like that. That's true. So, so I might be in for that. So, All right. All right. Last but not least, well, maybe least, uh, Challenge of the Super Sons, number one, written by Peter Tomasi. Oh, come on. Killing me. Now I'm going to have to probably get this. Art by Max Rayner. The boys are back, picking up where the sensational adventures of Super Sons left off. The Sons of Superman and Batman are back in the spotlight and ready to give evil a good spanking. Whoa. <laughs> I'm in. I I'm in. I'm, Definite. Yeah. Tomasi, that's, bro, that's that's what got me. I love yeah. I love his detective. So, and this was a uh, this is one of DC's uh, digital first uh, releases. They released it on digital already, so people have had this has been available. I think issue one and two possibly on digital. For you free? and I are not. No, it's not free. Yeah. Um, uh, but it is, you know they're doing the digital first stuff. They're releasing some of their stories in digital. First, this is one of those that they've already started. Uh, I think it's just issue one, possibly. But so, has anybody read this? Anybody we know? I don't know. You can tell us in the chat, but uh, I have not read it, and I won't be reading it on digital because I I want to wait till the print. Because um, this one is this one's definitely um, did what he did, what Peter Tomasi did with Detective, dude, and um, the Super Sons. Uh, I the Super Sons' uh, first story. You were you were on that, right? The yeah, I was on. I think on both of them. So. He didn't write that. Did he write that? Yeah. Did he write that? The first, the last I one? I can't remember. Um, I but Super Sons, man, you got Damien and John together again. I am definitely in for that, dude. I cannot wait. Tomasi is, uh, Tomasi is definitely underrated, like Robbie said. I, I totally, totally underrated. He wrote uh, the first one. The he did write the first, first one. one of the Rebirth. So that this, I, I'm sure this is this is a great story. Um, again, another great one if you have kids to read with your with your kids. So, Super Sons, more like Super Nose. <laughs> Digital? Excuse my French. Detain, no. Detain. Oh, these guys. Dude. All right, there you have it, guys. Now you know what to expect. A ton of Batman titles coming in March and April. You're gonna have to make some big decisions on the best and of course we will be here to inform you on what we think is the best st uh, stories to come in march and april after future states i'm totally excited about it i i uh the funny thing about it i was thinking about this today and uh, you you guys have kind of heard my take on future state i am enjoying it uh, as a whole so it's going to be interesting it's like by next month we're going to be invested in this future state thing and then it's they're going to pull it away from us right um, so we're going to head into March and April going in back into the titles, but I, I I'm okay with that. I think, I think we're going to start seeing a lot of, uh, I think we're going to start heading into, um, they're going to start putting things in the DC stories that are going to head into what's come in future state. I really believe that. I don't think it's for nothing that we, all the stuff that we've gone through with future state. Um, so, you know, we'll see. Um, but definitely, definitely some good stuff coming guys. Hope you got your 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 Batman wallet ready, because it's a lot of Batman, dude. Yep. All right, man. All right. 
you guys have been awesome in the chat today. Um, just an awesome, incredible show. Uh, we had a lot that we went over today. Again, if you didn't hear at the beginning of the show, next week we will have Philip Kennedy Johnson, the writer of Superman World at War, that uh, Oscar really went off on today. So I hope you tell him your thoughts next week. <laughs> hey, you know what? I, I'm not. I won't be scared, bro. I'll tell you him. You know what? It'll be good. It'll be a good conversation. You know, for you to to. I'll sit back and you tell him everything. I think doing. I have to just. Uh, maybe I will have to help you with my words. You know, so so I I make sure that I don't. Uh, yeah. You know, yeah. Be be a little uh, mentally. Uh, you'll get you know, it wrong there but uh but yeah I, I definitely want to get my point across i just i just have to do it the right way you know you'll do it <laughs> not, just like, not just be like uh hey man uh just gonna tell you what i thought i thought it was a piece of hot doo-doo water but hey to each his own right <laughs> i'll just play it i wouldn't do that to him but <laughs> nice hey look you got you got somebody else here oscar keeps it real yeah. what does that mean man I, I mean, I keep it real. I I really like these stories. That is, that's, that's all I'm gonna say. I like. I'm not lying. I freaking like these stories. <laughs> there you go. As long as you're respectful, it should be a, an issue. Creators should be able to take constructive criticism. You're right, Adam. Except that that freaking story was awesome, and there's nothing to complain about. So, but uh, all right, guys, we're getting toward the end of the show here, and we're gonna give you the bottom of the stack. The five. Comics that Oscar is looking forward to on the cover art and the five stories that I am looking forward to reading. Shall I start? Yes, sir. All right. My bottom of the stack. And if you guys don't know what the heck, why we call it bottom of the stack, I know everybody, I, I see a lot of times on Twitter, uh, Oscar, that people put like, oh, they put this on the top of your reading pile. These are the best books. Oscar and I, yeah. we always put the books that we are really looking forward to on the bottom of the stack. And the books that we're, we we trickle down to the very best because we like to finish our reading on a high note. That's something that one day uh, I don't remember who said it first, but Oscar and I early on kind of asked each other, "How do you how do you read your books?" And uh, that's how we both read our books. So that's why this is called bottom of the stack. It's the books that we are looking forward to the most that will be on the bottom of the stack next new comic book day. The hey, five. Oh, I'm sorry. I was going to tell, tell Robbie though uh, his I don't yes. think definitely bottom of the stack just want you to yes. know that absolutely um you are a love of ours also robbie so just saying um five stories that i am looking forward to reading next week because that's what we do here we love comics we love reading get getting getting lost in these little, little wonderful stories uh <laughs> stargazer number five i mentioned it on power minute today can't wait to have that issue in my hands and i will probably read it again because it's just so that freaking good um, next up, Department of Truth, number five. Love this series. Um, just continues to get, uh, it's exactly what I, what I want and love about these type of, uh, these type of comics, paranormal conspiracies. It's getting better and better every issue. Uh, next, Spawn 314. Look at that beautiful cover there. Yeah. I've really been enjoying Spawn after I got caught up with it. Uh, we got in our next issue, number 314. Next up, Daredevil, issue number 26 by Chip Zdarsky. Love, love, love me some Daredevil. And it feels like it's been a while since we've had an issue. I don't know. Maybe yeah. it's, it, does I don't know if it feels like that. Well, I guess it was 25 of that first appearance uh, that came out. But it feels like it's been a while. And last but not least, Future State, Dark Detective, number two. 
the one future state book that I put on the list because I really I really like that first issue. Uh, we got Bruce Wayne. We're going to find out more about what's uh, what's going on with Bruce in the future. So there you have it. My five stories that I am looking forward to next new comic book day. Yeah, I love I love when the chat says they do it the same way because uh, I love it. I love it. I love knowing that uh, at the end of the day of my reading day, I'm not going to be disappointed. And I don't think it's ever happened really where I have a bottom of the stack book and I get there and I'm like, man, this is not great. I think it's always yeah. worked out. So yeah. Anyways. Uh, yeah. So let me finish up my, my covers of the week, uh, my covers to look for next week. If you are a fan of covers uh, this one, I I'm not currently reading, but I want to show you guys out there in case this is your, your type of book uh, and you like covers to pick these up. All right. So first we got uh, Wolverine number nine by Miko Goyan uh, variant B. Uh, has that reflection of the mask there and uh, and the old Weapon X Wolverine there. Um, next, we got the Future State Dark Detective number two by Gabriel Delato. Ooh, uh, I love wow. that. Yeah. I like that, man. Yeah. Uh, next up, we got the uh, TMNT Last Ronin number two by, I can never say this name, but In Hugh Lee. This is the yeah. variant B cover. Uh, I don't read this either, but in case you X-Men people out there, it's uh, X-Men 17 uh, nice. by Kale, Kale Newig. I don't know. It's a variant B. Check it out. And then last but not least, uh, I already have this uh, coming to me. It's Ice Cream Man number 23. Uh, it's a Lachi metal ver uh, virgin uh, variant. Uh, I love these Ice Cream Man covers, man. man. They, are, they are awesome, man. So They really are. But uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's that's my covers to look out for next week, guys. So that's a thing of beauty, dude. Yeah. So Robbie, uh, see you later, man. It was good to have you back. It feels like you never left, but I know you you had missed a couple of issues of Lost in Comics. But man, so so glad to have you back. And have a great evening, my friend. All right, there you go. Issue number fifty-eight of Lost in Comics in the books, guys. Another great great show. Yep. Make sure if you haven't already, if for some reason you forgot, can you hit that little like button for us real quick? Hit that like button. If for some reason you're new to the channel, make sure you sub up to the channel. Turn the little bell notifications on so you don't forget. Every single week we come live on Lost in Comics. Next week we'll have writer Philip Kennedy Johnson on the show. And make sure you tell all your friends, your family, your monkeys, your dogs, your cats, tell them all to sub up to the channel. We have a lost mystery box coming at the 900 uh, subscriber mark, which is very close. We're just hit over the 860 mark. Uh, so I have a lost mystery box, but the huge, huger than ever, bigger, bigger than ever. Uh, we've never done a giveaway this big. Wow. Uh, when we hit 1,000 subscribers, guys, and that is coming very close. And we have a lot of uh, fun stuff planned, a lot of things to announce when we hit that 1,000 mark. Yes, sir. Um, I can't wait to tell everybody about it. All right. Um, just real quick, uh, we do have a lot. Uh, I can't. I, I can't stress this to you enough. We have a lot planned for 2021, guys. Uh, we will be putting some videos out that are not our live show. Uh, we're changing. Not, not. We're not changing this up, but we're just going to add some more content. So please, guys, make sure you watch those. They're going to be some shorter videos, uh, some different stuff than we normally do. Um, but make sure you like those videos also. Um, again, we're just trying to add more content to get ourselves out there a little bit more. So make sure you support us with that. And we appreciate you guys so much. Um, if you're watching this on the replay, please leave your questions and comments in the chat. We love to hear from each and every one of you. Let us know that you were here. 
We love you guys. We sure do. Remember, do not forget, always stay lost in comics. Hashtag stay lost in comics, guys. And we, we will see you next week. We'll see you on the Twitter and the Instagram, guys. We love you. Love y'all. Peace. Peace out.